Hello and welcome back to Listening to These Nerds. Tonight we're going to be playing more Road to Pacific City. I'm John. I'm running the game. I also play Elliot, the bull, with me tonight. Hi, my name is Chris, and I'm going to be picking up the weapon playbook once again as Marcus. Uh, hello, I'm Harry. I will be continuing to play as Zack, the delinquent. Hi, I'm Joe, and I'm going to be playing uh, Amanda Crowley, the doomed. And I'm Jonathan, and I'm going to be playing Ankh, uh, the transformed. All right. So uh, last time you won the race uh, and uh, have started de-weaponizing your vehicle. Um, uh, and you're just um, waiting for the uh, the fake IDs for Ankh and uh, Elliot to come in. And then you can finally uh, leave Detroit. Woo! I mean, you also have to get past border the border guard, but you know. That should well, be true for hard. Yeah, relax. I mean, I ate all of the out-of-state fruits, so, you know, that's no longer an issue. Mm -hmm. Now, we are going to have to figure out a way, if we want to keep the freeze ray and the chicken gun, we're going to have to figure out a way to disguise them. <clears throat> I mean, how, how super tech do some of this, does that stuff look? Very. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, you don't, you don't become a mad scientist by making, like, subtle weaponry. Mm. Uh... So, Marcus, can you... Oh, I don't know. Or maybe Zach? Could, could one mm -hmm. of you, like, maybe take it apart or make it look different? That's what I was thinking. I could almost certainly do it for the chicken gun, because it's probably just a, you know, GPS locator and some optical calibration. Uh, the freeze ray! Look, I don't know how somebody managed to, to buy something that can reverse entropy, so I can try and take it apart, but I don't know. But, you know, we might not want to be standing too close to it when I start, just in case something, you know, pops. Oh yeah, uh, I'd I... like to point out that you are probably the most likely to get hurt in that situation out of all of us. Maybe on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I forgot that it is it is tough for machines to do that, huh? Yeah, it's uh, it's a hell of a thing. I mean, I mean, couldn't we just hide both of them in, in, in the secret magic door? <laughs> Amanda <laughs> like Amanda like puts her hand into her her face into her hand like. Oh God. Okay. So long as Amanda is okay with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just. I can't believe I didn't think of that. <laughs> I'm just still. She's gonna take this stuff and she's gonna open the door to her room and then just like throw them in. All right. Well, that takes care of that. And uh, Marcus, oh, you can God. hide the flight suit under your clothes, right? I feel like a drug smuggler. I've built the flight suit into my body. All right. Well, let's just hope they don't. Ask you to take off your shirt. Mm-hmm. Well, mean, well, wouldn't that? Aren't we just hoping that in general? Because if they make him take off his shirt, then they will 100% think that he's a robot trying to sneak through the border. Yeah, but just you know, now doubly so. Oh, don't act like a robot then. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's fine. Probably you've got a pretty decent. Your ID's pretty decent. Let's just hope that these uh, mob ones actually come through, especially considering how much money we're paying for them. Mm. All we can do is wait at the moment. Mm -hmm. uh, while this is going on, um, Zach is just going to double check like various um, things, mostly in regards to whether or not like the RV has been because like the last time he checked when we were in Florida, the RV hadn't been reported as stolen yet. And Zach is just going to double check to make sure that that isn't something that we're going to have to deal with. Uh, like if somebody, you know, decides to run the plates. I mean, we could just change the plates. I mean, this is the city for doing that. True, but uh, it's going to be hard to find one in the same. Oh, wait, no, there's that scrapyard. Maybe we can find another set of plates there. Uh, look, I don't necessarily know if I recommend it, especially because a lot of them shot at us. But uh, could ask one of those uh, racer guys. The, the hoodlums? We could, but they're almost assuredly going to want money for services rendered. And if it's anything more, we're basically going to just drain all the money that we learned from the race. Can't you just, like, make them a thing that shoots, like, pineapples or something? Well, I kind of taught them that already. And the problem was it kind of exploded in their hands. So I don't know how much more they're going to, like, you know, taking advice from me. <laughs> I kind of hoped that we weren't going to deal with them after the race. The, maybe the Mad Science Fair has, like, self-changing plates? Um, hold on a second. 
And uh, Zach is going to attempt to... Trying to think if there's some way that he knows that he could probably check, like, if there is sort of um, a thing. Because uh, the idea that he had was to just simply set up, like, uh, fake information through the DMV using his hacking skill. So that that way it comes up as something else. But I'm not sure the way to go about doing that. I guess I could just roll and I'll, you know, backsplain it later. I mean, I think that would be an unleash your powers. Yes. Ooh, baby. Uh, that is a... want to say a 12 altogether? Yeah, 12. Nice. Alright, yeah. You just, like, go in to the... So, the, the advantage you have is that um, international cooperation on car thievery, not super high. Mm. Remember that these are not out of... You're not just out of state. You're now like, two countries away from where this, this vehicle was originally purchased. Right. Hey, uh, Amanda, do you think you can do that thing again where you, uh, like, like you did with my ID, but for the plates? I mean... Because I, I think I just got us a way through. Oh? Check it. And Zach flips around his computer, and you see that there is now a very official-looking PDF uh, that basically shows uh, sort of, like, rental information and, you know, like, duration of trip uh, that Zach has clearly just made up on the spot. And is like, and with a few quick emails, there. Now we're just driving a rented car, rented out in Marcus's name. Hmm. All we need to do is make sure that the plates match what's on this uh, document, and we're good to go. Uh, I, so you want permanent or you want temporary? Uh... Amanda, pulls her, Amanda, like, re, Amanda opens the door to her room and then reaches her hand and pulls her staff out and then closes uh... the door. Permanent would be nice if it's not too much effort, but as long as it manages to fool the border guards, it's probably the, uh, you know, it's up to you. I understand the magic is kind of a, uh, you know, exhausting science. Ah, uh, I mean, I can move a little bit of metal around. The man, the man is going to pop out and then tap the the license plate. Uh, do I need to unleash my powers to do this? No. Yeah, and then the you just see that the, um, like, the you know how uh, most... License plates are embossed. The embossed yeah. parts begin like swimming around, and then and then you see you're just like right begin like take you take her staff and like write what the uh, it, almost in the air with her staff and the the embossed parts of the uh, license plate follow the tip of her staff and kind of like line up. Yeah, is that okay? Zach like runs his hand over the embossment and like realizes that it's like actually fixed the metal. It's like that is goddamn perfect. Great. Now, uh, Amanda, Amanda, like, lets go of her staff and it, like, sinks into the ground. Yeah. Now, if you'll excuse me, I do have to get rid of this cow catcher, and this is going to take a while with an angle grinder. And, yeah, Zach gets to work cutting off the, uh, cutting off and then sanding down the areas where he attached the cow catcher to the front of the, uh, the RV. I mean, you, you start, like, sawing at it, and then it just comes over and, like, snaps it off on oh. each side. Oh, my God. Why do we keep forgetting about the things that each of us can do? Seriously. Mm. That's why I made the manual. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like she makes the like I. He's right. <laughs> I can't. Like she just does the like I. Yeah, that's fair. Shrug. <laughs> yeah. You know what, Marcus? I, most more more people should have manuals. <laughs> and then I think about this for a moment, then slowly nod. I agree. Uh, Amanda's gonna go shopping. So she's gonna go get food because we don't have any food in the RV. And last time we or and she she's having she shudders as she's walking away, remembering the uh, the incident, <laughs> the, like the thirty hot dog incident. Yeah, I'm getting food and I'm not getting it from a goddamn gas station at least yeah. for another couple weeks. Yeah. So I mean, I, I mean just just aim, aim the 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 chicken gun in the right place and you get fresh chicken anytime. <laughs> Mmm. All right. Well, uh, yeah. So Amanda's gonna go off and and grab some food. Um, uh, what else do we need to do before we head out? Uh, once we get the IDs, I think we're pretty much just going straight to the border, unless somebody has some sort of business they want to take care of. Nope. I'm good. Onk. Uh, let's get out of here. <laughs> All right. So, um, with everyone finishing up their various chores, read. Furbishing the um, the RV, 
banging out all the dents and stuff from when people were shooting at you. Um, you right. are uh, uh, a package is uh, delivered by Robo Courier, includes a full set of papers for uh, both Ankh and uh, Elliot. You've got uh, you know your birth certificate, passport, driver's licenses. Do the photos look like us? Yeah, we sent in photos. Yeah, uh, uh, yes. Uh, Zach's uh, gonna like take a cursory look. How good are these forgeries? Oh, these are excellent. Ooh. Wow, they even got the hologram correct. Damn! Yeah, it's almost to... like someone uh, at the fall of Detroit's uh, uh, governmental infrastructure went in and stole all their printing materials. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Wow. Damn. All right, well, for two grand, that's a hell of a bargain. Uh, here you are. Does it, wait, does the ID have Elliot's actual name on it, or is it something like a pseudonym? Um... Uh, Elliot's would have his actual name on it. Uh, well, it would have his actual first name, but it, it, they would have he would have left the the last name section blank because he doesn't know what that is. So it yeah. can be filled in with whatever. <laughs> Mister Elliot uh, Smith, apparently. Hmm? And what about Ox? How did Ox fill out his forms? <laughs> Well, I guess he had to put a last name, right? So he would have put his mother's last name or his mother's maiden name. Um, hmm. And um, you use Mr., right, uh, Ankh? Uh, sure. Mr. Ankh, and what's his, uh, the, the last name? Oh, um, well, uh, she changed it before she joined the organization, so... Um, it's, uh, it's a, a, a butterfly. Like a, like a butterfly symbol? No, no, just the word. Oh, okay. Mr. Ankh Butterfly. Mm-hmm. There you go. Why does this have a death certificate in it? <laughs> Wait, is it have a date of death? No. I guess it never hurts to be prepared. I guess when we asked for the full suite of papers, they really gave it to us. Yeah, um, I guess... Once Amanda gets back with the food, we're good to go then, huh? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, uh, in that oh, case, thank you. Does anybody have anything they wish to do here in Detroit before we leave the city? Um, you guys. And I <laughs> yeah, I, I look. Say. Yeah, I look pointedly over at Zach. And Zach kind of like you know puts it like puts the hand in the back of his neck, looks kind of sheep, and says, "Uh, yeah." Uh, why don't you guys, uh, go pack up? I'm gonna go thank Sarah for all of her help in regards to all this. Alright then. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Shut up. So yeah, um, Zach is gonna go over to Sarah. Uh, I don't know what she's been doing the, the whole time we've been kind of monopolizing her shop. Oh, well, there's enough room for a couple of cars in here, so she's okay. working on another car. Uh, seems like she's restoring some sort of classic muscle car that has you think those look kind of like the freeze rays you have on your that you bought but you're not sure oh wow hmm. is this a 78 or a 79 a 78 wow. uh, yeah uh, this is uh yeah right at the end of the uh the d- directoriate's uh, reign made this oh wow a remodel never thought i'd see one of these in the flesh before yeah uh, Anyway, uh, and so, yeah, like, Zach is, like, doing this in, like, the best sign language he can if she doesn't have the gauntlet on. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, she has uh, the gauntlet on. It, she she will, she seems to prefer sign language, though. Yeah, so, like, Zach will be, like, talking to her, but also doing, the, like, the basic sign language. It's like, uh, thanks for all the help. Sorry for any trouble. Uh, and then there's kind of a moment where his hands are kind of in the air, and he pauses for a second, and he goes, uh, listen... We're on a tight schedule to keep moving, but if I come back to Detroit, would you be interested in, I don't know, catching, uh, wait, hold on, and he, like, thinks for a second, uh, getting a cup of coffee with me? Uh, and she'll, uh, like, consider it and say, um, uh, and she'll sign back, uh, uh, let's see if you can make it back here first. It sounds like you and your, uh, friends are going to be pretty busy for a while. And uh, Zach will laugh and then be like, alright, I'll take that bet. But uh, again, thanks for everything. And uh, 
see you soon, hopefully. Yeah, she'll smile and uh, uh, sign. Yeah, see you. All right, and uh, Zach goes back to the uh, RV, and you can tell he's trying to keep it cool, but you can also tell that he's pretty giddy about this. All right, so all right, so Amanda comes back. Um, she has a big cooler, um, and uh, sitting on top of the cooler is uh, uh, what looks like a hat. Um, and uh, she, she puts down the she puts down the cooler. <laughs> Um, and then, like, opens up the check, and she just says, Hey, Ankh! And then she tosses the hat, and this is what the hat says. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. He's not bald. He's got those cilia on him. See, Gotta count. I got this for free for spending over $100. So. Wow. Thank you. I peer at the hat, and for the sake of our listeners... Where do you go and spend a, over a hundred dollars that rewards you with a hat that says, and I quote, "Just another sexy ass bald guy"? Uh, bald billies, and then she points over across the street, and there's there's a picture, there's a, a big supermarket with like a, a and clearly like a, an image of a man, uh, to, giving a thumbs up who is like clearly has male pattern baldness. It says bald <laughs> billies best. Big blowout deals. Uh, uh, I've got so many hats now. I'm gonna have to grow a new head. <laughs> Wait, you could do that? Uh, never tried. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah. You know, let's let's uh, let's make sure that we do things without you know accidentally causing you know twin consciousness showing up. Hmm. All right. We ready to roll? Or are we ready to roll? Also, yeah. what did you get? And Zach starts rifling through the cooler. Uh, a lot of vegetables and fruit, um, uh, nuts, uh, trail mix, um, it, like, t- different types of jerky. Ooh, jerky. Yeah, so, generally stuff that's, like, Good healthy. for, like, that keeps. Yeah, well, n- not the perishable stuff, but mm, you right. clearly, you could tell that she had, she had been, she was craving something, like, healthy. Mm. Um, and she actually picks up one of the apples and and like is puts their mouth oh i'm gonna put it in my room and then she you see her like kind of like waddling into the um camper into the camper and you hear the door open and then the the the, the visible like glow off the back of the wall as she like walks in and then you hear the yeah. door close all right marcus well all the rental paperwork uh and mm. Uh, Zach hands you off a stack that he clearly printed off is in your name, so you're going to have to be the one driving us across. Understood. Oh, and I quickly go over the paperwork, make sure everything's in order, then in that case, I suppose I'll get behind the wheel. Is what there is... anything... Sorry, what is Marcus's last name in this case? Because the paperwork would obviously have to have that. Uh, I made sure to fill it out appropriately. My last name is Stone. Ah, okay. Yeah. Now then, is there anything else we think we need before we leave? I think we're good. All right. In that case, let's see if we can get through this border check. And so, after going on Skynet one last time and thanking everybody there for the help and promising to come back to the city someday, I take the RV out of where we parked it and I head towards the border checkpoint. Yeah, so Zach will leave Detroit. Jump into the co-pilot seat and act as the navigator. Mm. Yeah. So outside of the the urban sprawl of Detroit, there's about a, a one mile kind of grace zone where uh, basically the city isn't extending too far into, but the uh, other uh, the uh, Great Lakes territory isn't like coming into claim as kind of like it also uh, theoretically gives them like enough time if someone's trying to rush the border. Mm-hmm. Like a weird neutral zone. Yeah. Um, it reminds you a little bit of, like, military checkpoints in, like, uh, like, in uh, much more, um, between much more, like, aggressively, uh, like, uh, like, uh... Warring nations. Yeah, like, like, between warring nations kind of thing. Um, the... And you're on this like mile-long stretch of road when you hear the 
sound of jet engines? What the hell? Um, do these sound familiar to me? Uh, yeah. I freeze, and, um, so as we're driving along, I, yeah, you all sense that something is wrong. I just slowly look out the side of the window to the side mirror, and I just reach out and tilt it. Uh, coming in over the Detroit skyline is a uh, excessively large uh, hunter-killer drone. Drone. Does it look like a massive mechanical bird? Yep. Okay. Um, what the hell? hell? Jets can't be flying that low to the ground. Hey, that's, that's not a jet. No jet. Everyone, we're going to need to hold on to something. And uh, yeah, I immediately. Um, so where in the city are we right now? Uh, you're in. You're outside of the city proper, uh, good, in, that, good. in that one mile like like demilitarized zone between Detroit and the rest of the uh, of the other countries. Um, at this point, Amanda's actually in full wine mom mode, where she has a pair of sunglasses on, a sun hat, her neck pillow. She's wearing mm -hmm. earplugs in both ears, and she was she's lying back lounging. Mm. So she actually doesn't hear anything that you say, Marcus. Oh God! Just sitting oh. there, like, ah, yes, we've we've <laughs> everything dangerous has passed. I can relax. <laughs> so, in this one, in this mile of demilitarized area, are there like buildings around, or is it just no, like a it's, flat? It's flat, right? Yeah, yeah, it's it's flat. There are like the remnants of old, like more um, rural, rural, uh, like uh, buildings, like maybe old farmhouses or something. Like this is uh, like out 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 to the edge of Detroit's urban sprawl. So, so we're basically a sitting duck right now. Yep. Okay. Um, I am immediately scanning around for the largest buildings possible, and I am going to yeah crank the wheel as hard as I can and just make uh, for some of these buildings to get some form of cover between the RV and the Shrike. All right, are you heading back to the city or are you trying to find an abandoned building out here? Abandoned building out here. All right, so you, you turn off the road and take the, the RV off-roading. Probably yep. not not the best, but... <laughs> we don't have the shocks for this! Oh, crap! Yeah, so I'm not saying anything. I am just focused on the road with an intensity that you've never seen before from me, and that's saying something. Yeah, um... I think uh, this is a good time to assess the situation to try and find yes. a, a proper like. Okay, I will. Just a moment. Okay, assess the situation. So I'm rolling with superior. Let's see what happens. Ooh, okay, that's an awesome roll on my part. So that is a twelve total for me. All right, you have three questions. Three. Oh, okay. Uh, it says here on the sheet that I uh, I get two on a ten plus. Oh, I might have. I am the th I'm the one that gets three because I get uh, my criminal one. Right, right. That's what I was thinking. Mm. Oh, and Pierce the Mask. Pierce the Mask gives you three. All right, yeah, yeah. So you get two. Okay. So, um, what here can I use to ensure that we aren't an easy target for this thing? And so, yeah, basically. To remove our status of sitting duck for this thing. Um, you see that there's a uh, an old barn nearby. It's not going to be tons of protection, but it'll be at least something that's not just it firing directly at the RV. It's concealment, not cover. Second question. How could we best end this quickly? Um, If you made a rush for the border, it's possible that whatever anti-Detroit border defenses there are, might be able to scare the Shrike off. Okay, in that case, um, yeah, so in that case, it sounds like the border is our best option, because with my abilities, I don't know, even with all of us working together, I don't know if it's capable of stopping this thing. Mm -hmm. So, I am going to, after, does it seem like it is looking for us, like it has lost us for a moment, or... Does it look as though it's still zeroing in on our position? Um, it seems like it is uh, zeroing in on your position. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, what you realize is, uh, as you are pulling in, you get a ping on Skynet. I look. Uh, Found you. Yeah, more or less. 
Okay. Um, I... And... Yeah. I see the ping. There is just this gut-wrenching moment where Marcus, for a moment, as all of you are looking at him, he looks as though he's about to be sick. Then I just respond, Rachel, I'm sorry. And I... Uh, then peel out of the barn, and I'm gonna make for the border as fast as possible. All right. So once the the shaking's done, uh, in terms of this, like you said, this thing's using like jet turbines. Are they arranged in like a hover configuration or a like go fast configuration? Uh, it's currently set in hover as it is in. Uh, so it's uh, like a Harrier jet. So yeah, it's like, like a Harrier okay. kind of thing. Does it look like it has the ability to like? rotate the jets a la a Harrier? Yes. I'd say that it would, yes. Okay. Marcus, uh, does this thing use, like, actual true sight, or is it just using, like, thermal vision sort of stuff? Uh, it depends on the situation. At the moment, uh, it has the ability to tap into electrical feeds in order to determine the position of any sort of targets it's looking for. At the moment, that's me. Wait, electrical feeds? Like, EMF readings? Yes. I've got an idea. All right. All right, so uh, basically what Zach is going to do is you see him run over to, like, one of his bags. He starts pulling out these long strips of what look like LED lights. And he just goes, like, no, 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 yes! And he pulls out a bunch more of them. Uh, very quickly, just wires together a, uh, a battery pack. And, um, yeah, basically very quickly wires a battery pack to it. And effectively creates, like, a giant searchlight. Uh, and he basically gets onto the roof and is going to use the LEDs, which have, uh, like, various wavelengths that they release as light, uh, to try and blind this thing. Alright, sounds like you're unleashing your powers. Yep. Uh, actually, John, would you say that this is an attempt to mislead, distract, or trick someone? I guess it technically is. <laughs> now watch as I'm punished for my hubris. I'm in fact not punished for my hubris! Uh, I got plus superior, so that I think is 11. Uh, so I'm going to say, so using my ability, are you watching closely? Uh, I am going to, I'm going to confuse them for, oh, I got to choose three. Cool. Uh, so I'm going to say I confuse them for some time. I avoid further entanglement and, uh, I'd say I expose a weakness or flaw. Okay. All right, yeah, so you disorient the drone. Uh, sorry, you said you expose a weakness or flaw and... Confuse, uh, confuse them, them for some time and we avoid further entanglement. Uh, you only... Oh, yeah, you know you do get to choose three. Okay, yeah. Yes. All right, yeah. So it... Um, yeah, it is, uh, like, definitely... Like, you hit, hit it right in the sensor array. It is, like, blinded and confused. It's flying off in a different angle. Uh, and at that point, uh, Marcus, you get another message. What does it say? Uh, class Zeta Protocol Black Activate. Oh no! And... Shindelik! Yeah. <laughs> um, oh my god, I can't believe the fucking kill code is also like a basilisk program. Oh no, he opened the attachment on the spam program! <laughs> Did you click uh, the PDF? <laughs> I don't have ah. an antivirus program! Ah, he ran the EXE! <laughs> uh -huh. So, John, I will give you narrative control over what happens next regarding Marcus. I mean, uh, well, uh, what, so, um, why don't you just read what, uh, what, what your move, uh, what kill code does? You always have a oh, sorry. I have a kill code, a pair of words or a phrase, something very unlikely to be said in ordinary conversation, that switches on my programming. When a villain uses my kill code, unleash your pro powers indiscriminately until someone pierces the mask or you take a powerful blow. Afterwards, take a condition. Yeah, so I think uh, it says unleash your powers indiscriminately. So please unleash so, your powers. How do I unleash my powers? I guess the question is, out of all the people in the RV, uh, and I'll say at this point like that Zack has managed to disorient the drone, he, like, climbs back in, and you see a person with um, some sort of device that you identify as some sort of weapon. You're just not sure what. Yeah, so... All right. The threat I think we registered. managed to lose them. And then I turn around and go, oh, no. And I look at you. My pupils are red once more. 
Marcus. And um, is this where we're going to be entering combat, John? Oh, I mean, technically we should have done that a little bit ago. So hmm. uh, when you were entering combat against the drone, I would say Marcus was your leader, being okay. the one on the wheel. Fair. So Marcus, did you have influence over everyone? Uh, let me check. Yes, I do. All right. Uh, did it, what? It, what was everyone's purpose in the fight against the drone? Uh, I was trying to stop the drone. Uh, I would. Uh, be, I would be trying to escape. Yeah, me too. Yeah, or, me yeah too. like you know, distract the drone so that we can escape. That sort of thing. All right. Uh, it sounds like everyone was kind of on the same page there. Mm-hmm. Did anyone mistrust the leader of the team? Not before, but now. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Not before. Well. Amanda was a little bit out of it, so I. I but she. Uh, that's more of an ill-prepared or off-balance thing. Which yeah, I think that's the. Because yeah. what I'm imagining is that it's like it was me and um, me and Marcus in like the the front, and everyone else was kind of like sleeping in the back because you know we had raced through the night. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, you have four team. Okay. Um, and then yeah, so, um, yeah, uh, Marcus, please unleash your powers. Okay, um, yeah, going directly for the head on this. Okay, that and my danger. Okay, that is an 11. Uh, no, unleash your powers, not uh, directly engage a threat. Oh, sorry, uh, that's still a 10. Okay, so uh, so what what power does, you, does Marcus uh, release? In, in um, a... energy blast from my palm directly at the center of Zach's head. Yeah. So, um, that's going to seem to be unleashing your powers, though. Yeah, that's more uh, directly engaging a, a threat in this case. Well, I guess you're not a threat. I mean, it could just be that, like, um, I don't know how the kill code works exactly. Well, could... uh, so I so unleashing your powers is specifically um, uh, overcome an obstacle, reshape your environment, or extend your senses. I think this is reshaping your environment uh, okay. that you are... Um, well, we could say that he aims right for Zach's head, but Zach ducks, and that reshapes the environment. Uh, could I consider the RV to be part of my environment? I, I would yeah. say I would say it's definitely part of the environment. So, okay. I guess the question is, Chris, assuming that 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 uh, Zach dodges the laser, what happens? Um, then I guess the blast is going to go past Zach, and it's going to shatter the window directly behind him. So, uh, probably the sunroof, then. Yeah. The sunroof it is. Oh, yeah, if you guys weren't awake now, the, the shattering sound, the sound of the sunroof just shattering to pieces uh, does kind of alert you. How, how, how Does it just break the window? Like, how big is the blast? Um, it's like, how wide is the, How wide is the beam you usually shoot out? It's usually only a couple inches wide. It's not very large. It's very focused. Ah, okay. Yeah. If he was going for a kill shot, it would be uh, like a very narrow beam to focus the power more. But he, and knows, it was. he knows that you're like essentially just a goo bag, so he could have <laughs> just gone wide. But whatever. Anyway, oh. uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try to explain why. <laughs> why Zach's dead? So. Um, <laughs> Here uh, lies okay. Zach. He got fucking owned. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. Um, uh, Someone's going to be directly engaging a threat, and that's Elliot. Elliot is about to punch you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At, at this point, um, Amanda, like Amanda's, the like the the off-roading has like knocked Amanda's glasses off, and she's like looked over, and she just, and she like, see, she doesn't see the beam shoot, but she does see the hand extended outwards and the red yeah. eyes, and mm-hmm. she's like, and she, her eyes are like wide open. She's like, what the fuck? Because again, she didn't see the first time this happened. Yeah. So. None of yeah. you, yeah, I will say that because this was on Skynet, none of you saw the activation code, so it looks like this came just completely out of the blue. Okay, uh, Elliot uh, failed his, his directly engaged role, the thing he's supposed to be best at. Um, uh, I mean, I, that seems perfect for a situation where your friend has gone berserk, so. Yeah, so um, so Elliot lunges at at, um, at Marcus. Marcus, how, how do you deflect Elliot's strike? Um, yeah, I'm gonna say that when you say you're lunging at me, are you trying to grapple me or hit me? Uh, hit you. Okay, um, I am going to bring my arm up so that your hand connects directly with my mechanical elbow. So basically, yeah, it feels like you just punched a wall. I mean, this is Elliot speaking, so, you know. Mm. I was gonna say Um, that mm. that I I would be very funny. Make a suggestion then. Okay. Uh, you bring your elbow up and fire your jet out of it. 
That works. And yeah, so Elliot, your momentum is arrested and you're kind of launched back harmlessly. But yes, that's what happens. Yeah. I I would say what what happens is you get launched back into Amanda. <laughs> yeah. Amanda continues to be <laughs> Amanda, oh! Amanda, Amanda stands up and begins moving and then fucking brick wall hits her. Zach's <laughs> like, oh thank god, Elliot be able to handle this, then he just gets immediately bodied and Zach's like, oh no, I've gotta handle this. I like to imagine though that Elliot is unaffected, but Amanda rolls and hits the back of the RV. <laughs> Yeah, it was both. yeah uh, so. I'm gonna say that that because as a result of this, Amanda needs to take a powerful blow. Okay, that's fair. Uh, I got a five. Okay, that's good. Nice. Okay. Whew. That is, you have managed to not die. So Amanda's entire wine mom setup is just done, though. She like, uh -huh. she, like the glasses fell off. She stood up. Uh, like the she she ran over. The hat flew off. Um, and then Elliot hits her, and both of her earplugs go flying out in different directions as she spins log roll style and hits the wall, and is out, like, upside down. She goes ass over tea kettle, and is out upside down. Well, I mean, mm. you do weather the blow, though, so... Yeah, she's not hurt, but she's just very disoriented, and all of her shit's everywhere. So, uh, so, um, Marcus, you're still in, in control of the car. What are you yes. doing with that while, while all of this is happening? Um, I am going to... <laughs> Sorry, I'm just imagining Marcus, like, shooting lasers, but the other hand is, like, very responsibly driving in, like, the ten... Well, I guess yeah, not ten the ten. Yeah, are, like, the two the, position. The, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> two um, o'clock position. <laughs> I will say that during this ensuing fight, uh, whenever Marcus is beside the wheel, one of his... Whichever hand is not busy fighting everyone is either at the ten or the two position on the wheel. <laughs> very responsible driver. Yup. So you're like very responsibly driving towards the border. Yes. Or, yep. yeah, I, um, I guess my processors are calculating that the best way to keep everybody off balance is to keep the vehicle in motion. You know, you'd be so, super unnerving is if, like, one of the eyes is, like, following all of us, and the other one is, like, looking away at the road. <laughs> you know what? Sure. Oh, you're doing like, the chameleon thing, ugh. Like, just absolutely terrified, terrifying because one eye is, like, locked in driving position, and the other one's just, like, moving, darting around, doing, like, the red target <laughs> thing on everybody else. So, yeah, I will say that whichever eye is focused on all of you, a little laser pointer is tracing around the room, locking onto everybody in the space of a few seconds. Okay. Uh-huh. Speaking of everyone else, what's Ankh been doing this whole time? Uh, Ankh has uh, ducked away and is just about to uh, pop back up again. Um, behind Amanda, he has emerged from her secret sanctum carrying the freeze gun. <laughs> Wait! He's Panicking. How'd you get in there? I mean, he, he, he's been in once before. He just slipped back. People weren't paying attention. He, uh, he figured out the loophole where, like, whenever it's closed, the slats and the closet door still count as open portals. So if you just walk into the door and push yourself through the slats, you end up in the sanctum. <laughs> like the bag of shredded cheese. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. So Ankh has this freeze ray, and he's gonna look at Zack as like, "Is this okay to use? Can I do this? Is is this a really bad idea?" Uh, here, try this instead. And Zack is going to like reach into one of the cupboards, and he pulls out the uh, what you've seen before is like the stun gun that he used before, which is really just a bunch of batteries and a big capacitor taped together with two wires sticking out of the end. <laughs> okay. And uh, he tosses you that, and he just says, uh, make sure red and black are touching the same surface. We gotta reboot him somehow. Okay. Um, hmm. Alright, so the way I want to do this is while Marcus is engaged with other people, um, Ankh is gonna use his, like, flexibility and basically, like, melt into the floor so he can try and pop up behind Marcus and hit him where he's not paying attention. Mm. I'm not sure if this is a engaging a threat or unleashing my powers. I would say it's unleashing your powers to get close and then directly engaging a threat afterwards. Um, I see. Okay, sure. So, let me just get my sheet up real quick. Roll plus freak. Okay, that's, uh, that's actually pretty good. That's a nine. Uh... All right. Uh, I'm going to spend a team uh, to... Thanks. 
bring that up to a 10. Nice. Because uh, Elliot is going to, once he is going to bounce back pretty quickly and get back in uh, Marcus's face. Hmm. I'm in your face. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for the assist. Um, and now I roll plus danger. Yes. Okay, you can take well. plus one forward because you have an advantage. Uh, oh, thanks. Well, that nullifies the minus one I have in that label. Uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Hooray! Um, okay, and that is an eight. All right, so you pick uh, one. I am going to assist that. Uh, when you help your teammate through destructive, criminal, or rule-breaking actions, I can give them a plus two instead of a plus one when you spend a team from the pool. Mm -hmm. Rule-breaking actions. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, um, what Zach is going to do is he is going to grab the potato gun and instead of loading in a potato, he's going to load in one of the soda cans, uh, which will just like, it'll absolutely like pressurize soda, hitting an object, uh, you know, send stuff everywhere. But, you know, Marcus can kind of take it. Yeah. And basically, yeah, so creating a huge mess and possibly embedding, like, metal shrapnel in, like, parts of the RV. Uh, when it looks like Marcus is about to stop, uh, Aug, like, dead, uh, all of a sudden this fucking soda can comes at him and just POW! Like, knocks the yep. arm away. Uh-huh. Yikes. Alright, um, so okay. on a 10 plus you bet get to pick two. I do get to pick two. Okay, um, so first, I guess this is... Just a capacitor with two giant batteries. Oh hey, man, that's, that's pretty much what a taser is. I mean, yeah, I guess so. It's just kind of a, a, a jankier one. Yeah. Huh. And All like right. when you're doing that, uh, Zach is gonna go like the neck. Hit him in the neck. Uh, All right, the neck it is. On a ten, I think I can call that. <laughs> um, neck protection subroutine activated. <laughs> a fucking collar pops out like ah. <laughs> huh. Yeah, so, okay, Chris, Marcus yes. is, it has this, like, synthetic skin over him, right? That is correct. Okay, and he's, he's all metal underneath. That is also correct. That's interesting. Yeah, all right. I think in all of this, like, kerfuffle, and especially with the soda can, like, blasting the back of your head, I think a yep. little, like, uh, like, one of the seams at the in between the joint of your your neck and your collarbone has come a little bit unstuck and there's a bit of exposed metal there and Ankh is just going to jam is. this uh makeshift taser right in there um, okay yeah and i think this is going to do two things so you know it might not take you down immediately but i am going to create an opportunity for my allies this is going to completely fry your sensors for you know, a few seconds. You're not going to be able okay. to see. It's just like as if a person had been hit by a taser, right? You're not going to be able to hear, see, or feel anything. Everything for, locks mm -hmm. up. Just long enough for the rest of us to get our bearings. And then I'm also going to take something from you. Um, and, oh, I had something for this. Hmm. I'm going to take your sense of balance. Ooh. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, okay, just, but... Yeah. You've got uh, a little you, robotic inner ear and all the fluid in it is evaporated. <laughs> um, yeah. That's, uh, that's pretty good. I'll say that. Okay. Alright. So, uh, you didn't choose to resist or avoid their blows, so Marcus, Marcus gets a hit back on you. Uh, possibly it's just a spasming robotic limb, but... Yeah, yeah. Sure. I'll take it. Uh, so I'm gonna say you both need to take a powerful blow. Okay. okay. Sure. So I roll 2d6? Yep. Plus your conditions, Mark. Okay, that is a three for me. Wow. Wow, very nice. Um, well, I am continuing on the trend of rolling high, but that is a nine for me. Oh, that's Ooh. not good. Um, well, actually, yeah. that's good. You've still got the the first tier, not the second one. Yeah, yeah. So I actually have um, an ability where... Uh, um, it's one of the transformed abilities. I'm not my body. When I take a powerful physical blow, I can roll as if I had two fewer conditions marked. So I think in this case, taking conditions is not as, uh, you know, dangerous Problemous. as it might be. So I'm going to struggle past the pain and mark two conditions. Hmm. Um, I'm going to say Ankh is... What are my conditions here? Uh, Ankh is guilty. He feels guilty as hell. He just... 
He just tased his friend in the neck. <laughs> he doesn't even fully understand what's going on. You tased mm. his friend in the neck at the behest of one of his other friends who seems very enthusiastic about it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and he's also uh, afraid because, you know, he's seen what Marcus can do. And Marcus has, like, talked, like, you know, kind of vaguely mentioned that, you know, he there's other stuff under the hood that he's not telling us about. And Ankh is a... He's a Trepidatious doesn't even begin to cover it, so yeah, mm. he's he, he's a he's a little frazzled. All right, um, so uh, and Marcus, you rolled under, so you get to just mark potential and uh, say how you weather the blow. But in, in addition, it, this has shut down your kill code. Oh, thank God! <laughs> it has. Oh, excellent. Yeah, because it goes uh, until someone pierces your mask or you take a powerful blow. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm gonna. Amanda is going to in the middle of this melee. She's like, "Is nobody watching the road?" She's gonna unleash. Um, her, she's gonna unleash her powers and fail, because uh, she's upside down. So she grabs the bottom of the. So she reach. So she puts her hand out and like, um, somewhat like tendrils of of uh, purple energy shoot out from her fingers and grab onto the wheel. Um, mm. and then and, <laughs> but and then she like stands up. And, but as she but doesn't realize that as she's flipping herself over, the wheel completely like turns as hard as it can in one or the other direction. Marcus, okay. break! I've got a question. Um, before I do anything, I need to know. Uh, did Ankh's attack successfully take away all my senses? Yes. Oh God. So, so I'm blind and deaf. Uh huh. And I also have no sense of balance. Is this correct? Yes. Yep. Uh, you're going to have to reboot to get that. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to say, actually, that's what happens. Um, I've gone completely prone on the ground, and I'm realizing that the situation is really bad as I'm coming to my senses. So I am taking a moment to try and get everything back in order because I don't want to make the situation even worse than it already is. This is uh, where also, we all you, you need to mark a condition uh, coming out of your kill code. Uh, I think I'm going to go with guilty. <laughs> I, I like to imagine that, like, Zach is like, oh, please, God, tell me he put his OS on a fucking SSD. Otherwise, we're in trouble. Yeah. We don't got time for a 45-second boot up. Mm. All right, yeah. well. Yeah, you're going to need to find a corded phone and just plug me into the wall. Yeah, yeah so um, the wheel turn, while Marcus is rebooting, the wheel is turned, the front of the, the car goes, uh, starts turning 90 degrees. Um, I think this is probably going to put the RV into a roll. Oh, no! Well, there's really nothing that I could use to try and, like, stop this before it happens, huh? Um, uh, okay. I have something just in between sheets here. There, there's a, a basic move for interposing, right? Yeah, defend. Defend, yes. Okay, perfect. Um, okay. Um, this is something that uh, Ankh has been, well, not specifically preparing for, but this is something that he uh, is quick to react to. So his body is already kind of like spread out on the floor because he was trying to get underneath Marcus. Um, so what he's going to do is uh, kind of rise up from the ground and try to get everyone close together and in, like encase their bodies with his to create kind of like a weird watery airbag. Perfect. So, you know, so when we're, like, rolling around, we don't get too many broken bones. Uh, and that is a seven. So, that... Uh, expose yourself to danger, escalate the cost, but you do get, uh, one of the benefits. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm gonna expose myself to danger and add a team to the pool. Alright. Or I'm actually gonna clear a condition. I'm gonna, I'm gonna clear my, um, my afraid condition. But Ankh is, is working through it. It's like, oh, you know, now that Marcus is on the ground, all that's left is physical damage. That barely harms me at all. Yeah, I got no bones. Only two people in this car are really affected if the car rolls, honestly. Yeah. Ah, that's right. Yes, he'll prioritize you two. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you expose yourself to danger. Um, uh, what's dangerous here to... Uh, oh, you know what? The the What's dangerous here is that, like, you... Like the the car rolls once, rolls twice, comes to a stop on on its wheels. You're really glad that you reinforced the outside of this thing when you went for this for the race. Otherwise, you're pretty sure everything would have like pancaked Crushed. pretty hard. Yeah. Mm. 
Um, yeah, Amanda did reinforce this thing. Hell yeah. Um, oh yeah, I forgot I made that magic roll key. Or <laughs> a roll resistance spell. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so, but, uh, what isn't, uh, really, uh, well, uh, uh, reinforced is the big picturesque windows, uh, on the side of the, which, uh, oh, on no! 100% goes right through. Ooh. Which, Ooh. you know, it's not great for Ankh, being that he mostly a living water balloon. Yeah, alright. So I'm gonna yeah. have you take another powerful blow there, Ankh. That's fair, that's fair. Hey, y'all ever watch uh, Mythbusters? You know the giant gelatin torso that they shoot <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no>. yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, well that's mercifully a lower roll. That's a that's a six, which I nice. think is a miss. Yeah. Yes. Uh, did you add one for having one condition? Uh, when I take a powerful blow, I uh, can roll as if I have two fewer conditions. Ah, right. Of course you can. So you're fine. Uh, mark uh, mark that potential. You literally fly out the window. We go like ah, and then you just like hit the ground like boy back in the thing. Like hey guys, what's up? Lover style. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. So I am now full of broken glass. Yeah. <laughs> Not uh, pleasant. Mm. Um, was Ankh but... wearing a hat at the time? Oh god, yes. <gasps> the hat! Sexy bald man hat. <laughs> What's the condition of the hat, John? Uh, I it's think actually... would have lo- would have lost it actually when Ankh was being a puddle, so. Yeah. Mm, that's weird. So it's just so... tumbling around in the van. He'll find it. The later. other thing is, is that if these are like car windows, they're probably made of like, uh, tempered glass. So, like, you've got the glass bits in you, and it's uncomfortable, but they're not, like, sharp, jagged edges. They're more like, you know, tiny chunks. So what you're telling me is that Ankh is actually, like, a like a humanoid disco ball now. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> like, you got, like, he got rolled in, like, a bunch of, like, uh, beads and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, glittery! Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listen to these nerds at gmail.com.